is our intro. Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the Midnight Bells. I am Sadie, and tonight we also have... Sarah. And Jessica. And I think this will be our Halloween episode. I don't know. It is. It is our Halloween episode. Oh, my God. It (laughs) is, right? Yes, it's our Halloween episode. Everyone, Why are this you is saying it like that? Halloween episode? Question mark. We don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm no fairly certain this will be uploaded for Halloween. Halloween ish. Okay. I'll upload it on Halloween. What do we got tonight? This spooky eve. Well, I thought for a Halloween special, we'll do a little, uh, a little, a little haunting. A little haunted story. I know we do like a haunting. It's been a while. We like a haunting. We need to have my ghost light on. We do. We are sufficiently haunted. Guys, the ghost light is on. We're talking about a haunting. And who knows? Maybe we'll have a visit from a ghost. Ollie's going to make a bunch of click-clack noises. Click-clack. That's a ghost. Situate. Situate yourself, Ollie. Thank you. He got um, groomed last weekend. He's got his anal glands express. He got it all done. Oh, why would that be your go-to when talking about dog? Because Jessica has been mentioning this for yeah, like ages. Oh, okay. He he smells funky. Now does he smell good? Yeah, good. And they they uh, touched him up with the Furminator. <gasps> he got Furminated. The Furminator. Yeah. Fancy. Okay, let's get going because we have a time limit here on this in this file okay. thing. The battery. Battery dies. Yeah. Thanks, Sadie. High quality. Hey, hey guys. Thanks for listening. Um, our battery's going to die. Hey, please listen to our episodes of ads. That way we can make more money to get a battery. More batteries. We need more batteries. Okay, anyways, go on. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we are talking about the Epworth Rectory Poltergeist. Ooh. Let classic. me guess. Sadie's heard of it. <laughs> yep. Sadie. How I know. Sadie has heard of every. I am the I mad so. folklore researcher, hobby person. Well, okay, what is the Ep? Epworth. Worth. So this is a um, Queen Anne styled house. Uh, a what? Queen Anne styled house. Okay. Just imagine what that looks like. Um. Here's a picture. Let me look at it. Okay, now I know what it looks like. Oh, it's a uh, very regular looking Victorian timey kind yeah. of thing. Brick. Yes. Um, and it's said to be the most famous poltergeist ever. So. Uh, what about the movie The Poltergeist, which I did an episode on once? Give I us a rundown of this poltergeist. Give us a rundown. Well, okay. So I just wanted to tell you before, you know, we really, really get into it. Um, it's supposedly one of the most famous um, hauntings ever. It's in, it's an English haunting. It's in Lincolnshire, uh, England happened for a very short period of time. So from December 1760 to only January 1717. Oh, so, so it's like two months. Yeah. So it happened very fast, but it's what happened was like crazy enough for it to be a lasting impression. Originally, there was a house and it was burnt down in 1706 by an arsonist who apparently didn't really like the teachings and principles of the man living there. I mean, that's a very Victorian reaction to something. Um, But it was completely rebuilt. And then in the 1716 is when the haunting started. Also, I just want to take back what I just said. Victorian era, I believe, is 1900s. And this was a lot earlier than that, right? 
This was like the 1700s. Okay, yeah. So it's not even Victorian. I don't know what what era is that. Regency. Oh, oh. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Because I kept saying Victorian, but that's like my like go to old timey word. I feel like they kind of blend together. Um. So yeah. So the people who were living there was Reverend Samuel Wesley his wife, Susanna, and their 19 children. Oh, shit. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. Jesus. And apparently this uh, Samuel, Reverend Samuel, was, like, super strict. He was Methodist, and he was, like, super strict. And that's what, like, the arsonist to me, like, I'm going to burn your house down. I'm assuming that uh, he didn't believe in birth control. Did they even have it back then? How do you have a house? I mean, I'm assuming you have some kind of nanny or something, but like 19 kids just like kill me. Just yeah, they had put maids. me on they had the like stove and stuff. crush my head with the iron. Yeah. I mean, like, sure, you've got, your, you've got money, so you don't have to like take care of your children because that's what the maids are for. But you had to carry them and give birth. Like, well, not what? only like doing that and then just like dealing with their incessant whining. Uh, yeah. Mother, I just want the teddy bear. Well, shut up, Timothy. It's not your turn. There's only 12 months of the year. <laughs> and can you imagine? Okay, think about it, though. There's only 12 months yeah, of like, the year. That's like 19 kids. You're having almost two birthdays a month, unless they were all born. In, maybe you're having up to 10 in a month. You know what? I actually had a coworker who all of her kids were born, like, within, like, the same week. You know what that means, right? They only have sex once a year. Yeah. On the same yep. day. That's why there's so many babies born, I think, in the summer, because everybody yeah. does stuff in the winter. Well, no, it was actually really funny because she said, so her kids were, like, 20, 19, 18, so they're, like, very clearly right after each other. And she was, like, after my third daughter, I was, like, I'm never having sex in this month again. And it was July, she told me. Yeah. So she went... 15 years without ever sleeping with somebody in the month of July. And then the one time she did, guess what? She got pregnant. I mean, but like, what if you, here's a like novel concept. What if you just fucking use science? (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) Nice. Just, I mean, there are things. Would the my period tracker little clothings for the peen? Like you just put it on there, no baby. Unless there's something else going on. I like how you just refer to it as clothing. Yeah, we're a very mature podcast. Hey, this is a clean podcast. Okay, we don't say the word condom on here. I was. We've said the f word. Oh yeah, I just said it too. Sorry guys. Yeah, you literally said the word we didn't say. <laughs> okay, so as I said, um, just to get back on track. Oh, yeah. Guy was super strict. <laughs> you know what? Part of me is like, well, he had 19 kids. He probably had to be super strict. Like, there's 19 of them. I don't trust Samuel. Samuel to Samuel. Say? I don't trust Samuel. So the arsonists were down his house. They rebuilt it. And then you would think that would be the craziest thing to have in this family, right? No. December 1st, 1716, a servant named Robert Brown and a housemaid first heard some eerie groaning and knockings in the dining room. It was one of his 19 kids. Probably. So when I first read that, I was like, probably one of the kids fucking around. 
But they didn't think it was the kids. They thought it was a neighbor nearby who was dying. And it was like... That just was her first thought. Dying neighbors. They're like, well, our na- I guess the neighbor was sickly. And they're like, oh, I guess it's their dying groan. He's sending his spirit arrows over here to, yeah. to trifle with us. And then around that time, the children were like, oh, yeah, we hear people running. We hear people running up and down the stairs all night long. So that's a little alarming. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we hear it all hours of the night. But they said anytime they would open up the door, there would be nobody in the hallways. Spooky. There was 19 of them, so. Okay, I will say the 19 kids really kind of cast a pallor of like suspicion on the story because like kids are always up to, they're not talking, they don't say what they're doing. You're like, Dude, were you out there? And some kids are re- some kids are really really creepy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sometimes Pickle just like stares at me from around a corner, and I'm like, you better take that kind of stuff back <laughs> to where you got it from, because I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah, it, it's true. It's like, were you outside running around? No, no father. No. They're like great at lying. There's 19 Daddy, of them. I wasn't. I was in bed. I don't know. It's the voice. The voice is. Thanks, baby. <laughs> you gotta have paint a picture. <laughs> I was already in my pantaloons, Daddy. We're <laughs> <laughs> painting a picture. What are pantaloons? And it's like Those underwear. Poopy pants. Oh, so the, what? What are the nightgowns? What's their like nightgowns called? Night shift. I was already in my makeshift, mother. <laughs> you think like somebody again. who likes like Harry Potter and Game of Thrones so much would know what they they didn't really dressing go- gown. Yeah, they didn't really go into those terms either. Either series there. I know that. that well, no, I think we're I think we're mixing up a couple eras here. But anyways, so go on. Yeah, then. we don't know what year we're in. Seventeen sixteen. Yes. So. At the top of the stairs, the servant, Robert, saw a handmill moving, which I'm not 100% sure where the handmill is. It's like a pepper grinder? (laughs) Yeah. And it was, like, moving at its own volition and, like, just, like, really fast. It was just, like, all over the place. Just in the air? Yeah, just in the the air. And later he said when he was trying, when he was trying to sleep, he could just hear, like, somebody in, like, big boots, like, stomping. But when you were goofing, yeah, you were goofing, just new boot goofing. That's what the poltergeist was doing, new boot goofing. So, all right, now, now we know he looks like Jim Dangle. Yeah, just imagine that new boot goofing. Short <laughs> I would love a poltergeist if it was Dangle from Green. Why wouldn't that be special? Just run up and down the stairs, new boot goofing, new boot goofing. <laughs> Oh, you, you can't, you can't like, catch me. <laughs> this is supposed to be like the scary Halloween episode, and we've done nothing but totally roast oh, yeah. this story. So that's what we do. We rip apart old stories. <laughs> All right, get on with it. Okay, so. Everybody in the house could hear it. Susanna, the 19 kids, all the servants, they were like banging. We were seeing things. It's going crazy. The only person who can't see it is the reverend. Okay. And I've never heard this before, um, but apparently the reason they believed he couldn't hear or see anything is because the poltergeist was after him. Uh Because evil went after the person who couldn't sense it. Because he was holy or what? Like No, I don't know, because he was an asshole, maybe. Oh yeah, that that does put a target on your back. So I thought it was kind of interesting that you said you didn't trust him. 
So, but people, like, they didn't say anything because they didn't want to offend him. Like, oh, you can't hear all of the banging noise around us? I automatically assume that all reverends and stuff are just, like, kind of evil. I don't know. I just imagine, like, Frollo. Yeah. Go to church. No, just kidding. (laughs) Hellfire. Hellfire. That's one of the greatest Disney songs. Yeah, that bitch was thirsty. Oh my god. He's like the creepiest villain. He really is. He's because he's so real. So everybody kept hearing them, but no wait, they weren't being believed by the father. And eventually the spirit kind of like addressed himself and he called himself Old Jeffrey. Okay, old Jeffrey. Is old that sort of like Jeffrey. old Nick? Like, is that a oh, satanic nickname? Old Greg. Old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, he what does he? What does he drink? Bailey's out of shoe. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, why did you? Now I can't help but imagine old Greg. So old Jeffrey. Old Jeffrey. Don't disrespect him. You I don't have call the, him Jeff. You don't have the honor to call him Jeff. Uh, we're friends. No, you're not. Yeah. You were making fun of him earlier about I his I was. Sure, we'll make fun of him. That's because we're friends. So, old Jeffrey was eventually, that was what they called him. And sounds that sounded like uh, saws on wood and a windmill echo. That's a very specific <laughs> noise to <laughs> they claim to be hear. heard throughout the entire house all through the night. The sound of a windmill? Yeah. What is that? The echo of a windmill. What is that? So, like, what? Like, I'm just trying to think of the... Anyways, go on. I don't know. I don't feel like I've ever been close enough and, like, really listened to a windmill to... Seen a windmill before in real life. Anybody knows what that means. Please let us know. Yeah, like, send us a YouTube link or something. We want to listen to some windmill noises. I thought they were very, um, quiet. Yeah. I would think so. Maybe, like, I mean, maybe, like, a ceiling fan when it's really quiet, you can hear it kind of, like... True. Maybe it's... I don't know, but apparently that's that's what this says. weird. And it was getting gradually stronger, and he started collecting dark energies, apparently. I hate when I collect dark energies. Yeah. You know, the wife was unhappy. I don't blame her. She had 19 kids. 19 kids. Husband is like, I don't see this ghost you're all going yeah. about. So I guess that's the dark energies he was collecting. I don't know if he was causing it or if he was just bringing it out. Maybe Sam was some kind of weird vortex. Maybe. I don't know. But again, it was only December to January. That's really not that long of a time to ruin your life. Like, don't... You can handle the dark end. That sounds like seasonal affective disorder. I've had that before. I definitely collect dark energies. But was it Sam who was collecting it? It was old Jeffrey. Old Jeffrey probably had seasonal affective disorder, too. Oh, also, he started to, like, upgrade what he was doing. He started to um, break glass and move furniture around. One night, one of the beds started levitating and was occupied by one of their daughters, Nancy. Oh. She's just, like, trying to go to sleep, and all of a sudden, old Jeffrey's like, Bed levitates. I'm going to lift you up, bitch. I don't know. You put me down immediately, Jeffrey. I don't have time for your shit. <laughs> yeah, so, and the sounds all came along with clinking, like, chain sounds and, like, loud bangs. And it would be, like, knocks on doors, but when they opened the door, nobody was there. So it was like all this craziness. But again, they had 19 kids. There's 19 kids who knows what the 15th one was up to over there and just nightmares. 
The only reason uh, I think they didn't suspect the kids, though, is because all of the kids were, like, freaked out. They were, like, And they all scared. sleep in the same bedroom. <laughs> like, that... What's that Madeline, movie? Like, or Madeline, or there's that other one with... The Orphanage? No, not that one. The one Miss something. Miss Peregrine's home for... No. She's got... She's real ugly. Man, Nanny she, McPhee. Nanny oh. McPhee, how... <laughs> Danny, we like have all their little beds lined up next Maybe. to each other. Maybe. Listen, I will just say, speaking from a completely like witchcraft hobo kind of like point of view, uh, that's a lot of psychic energy in one place. 19 kids plus two adults plus who, who knows how many mates. I mean, 19 kids, they can't each have their own room. There's got to be at least three to four of them per room. I'm saying a bunch of troubled youths, at least half of them are going through puberty, I'm sure. And that's a lot of energy happening. It was just a lot of masturbation. <laughs> Which is powerful magics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. We're not getting into that section of no. dark magic right now. But just know. Well, as I was saying, the kids were scared. They thought it was a local witch, maybe. Oh, it's fucking local witch. Yeah. But modern psychics apparently say it was, like I said, because Susanna was unhappy or their um, one of their daughters, Hetty, just fucking hated the house and ah. her bad energy was causing the poltergeist. Well, I mean, I think we've addressed on the show before, poltergeists are usually attributed to younger women who are just entering puberty because apparently that emotional maelstrom is just real nuts. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I I actually when my when I got haunted, I was probably about thirteen, twelve or thirteen, which is about that age. You got haunted. I got haunted. I've talked about it. Say what you will. It was definitely around that well, age. Well, I didn't say anything. We we didn't say anything. <laughs> Go on. Um, so, anyways, as all this was happening, the Reverend still was like, "I don't see anything. I don't hear anything." Why is your name Hetty? What is that? <laughs> Good, good question. Actually, I think I have Short her. Hadrina. No, no, no. I think I actually have what it is. Her name was. Alhadrina. It was. Mehetable. Are these biblical names? M E H E T A B E L. Is that a biblical thing? He was like the dad, Samuel, the Reverend. Reverend Samuel. I think they had a son named Samuel. Yeah. Obviously, we have you did probably have five sons named Samuel. I mean, back back in this time, there was only about five names: Samuel per, Jr., per sex, so. Eddie, William. God, did I name one of them Samuel yet? And Samuel too. So this is how he felt about it. Y'all are lying. You were playing games. Um, if there are any noise, it's undoubtedly caused by young men who come over in the evening. You're young. Or maybe his daughters are staying up late, sneaking boys in and making noise to conceal it. Blame so, your daughters. So he was straight up saying, my daughters are a bunch of little hoes. They're sneaking out guys up in this house. And they're like banging on the walls. We're like, oh, no, it's a ghost. I believe it. I mean, yeah, you're you're young. So, as a side note, Mehetable is a biblical name. I thought so because it's just too weird. It's an awful name. And it's the wife of Hadar. The name means how good is God. So, that's it's not totally, totally out of the way. So, it continued on. Um, 
But he wasn't believing it. And then he was, again, like I said, blaming his daughters, kind of acting like they were to blame because of the boys. But the boys. Then, the boys. boys. But then old Jeffrey decided to stop playing some games. And he woke Samuel up, Reverend Samuel up, with nine loud knocks. But the way he would do it is he would do three, uh-huh. pause, <gasps> three, Pause. Isn't that some kind of like biblical thing? Three. I don't know. Is Demons. It? Uh, yeah, I think three is a significant number, and yeah, because of the whole like Jesus Christ. Yeah, thing. the Trinity. Yeah, and he did it three times, so it was like, oh man, I would be so me. freaked out to be like woke up like that. Don't do it again. I had to do it three times, Jessica. I had to complete it. Yeah, you had to complete the Trinity. Now we've invited old Jeffrey and old Greg. <laughs> Old Jeffrey. Okay. <laughs> so he woke up because he heard it. And he thought at first it originated in the next room. So he got up, he went to go. And that's when. Which of my 19 children just yeah. did that? <laughs> but there was nothing there. He had a mastiff. Yeah. Oh, so those he, are big. He got his dog. His dog was barking at the time. He was like trying to stick him on it. But all of a sudden, the dog got really scared mm. and like refused to leave the room. Not good. So then that's when he began to believe. High frequencies that humans can't hear with the dogs can. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh, Jessica's our skeptic here. So that's when he kind of started believing. He was like, maybe my kids aren't lying. Do you think with 19 children, it just becomes kind of like a children-run household? Yeah. I mean, like, it's children pretty much have the majority of the political vote there, so... Like, you have 19 kids, if you don't do what they want, those kids can kill you. Well, and also, like... They'll gang up. There's no way you could possibly ever clean up after all of them. They're just, like, a village. That's why they had maids. That's a lot of children. Maybe they had, like, one per child. I don't know. I guess you would have to. Otherwise, it would just be... It would be a little, like, children city. Anyways, keep going. But he didn't necessarily believe it was, like, a demon or anything. He thought it was his eldest son, the other Samuel, who had not been home yet. Like, he was away, and he was gone for a really long time. He was like, oh, no, it's my son who died violently, maybe. Like, he just jumped to that conclusion. He just made that up. He heard the knocks, was like, dog, go, dog refused. And he was like, I think my son died violently. And that was his ghost. That's the feeling he got. Darling. Was he right? I think our son is dead. I heard three knocks in the night. And she's just like, what? This reminds me of that, like, monkey paw short story. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go on. Because their son died and they find this magic monkey paw. That's if they, I don't think they find the monkey paw in this story. Oh, I don't remember. No. But they, they wanted their son to come back to life. Yeah. And the story ends with the knocking on the door. Ah, you're right. Okay, I see, I see. Okay. So when he had that feeling, he decided he was going to try to communicate with old Jeffrey. And he said, thou deaf and dumb devil. Which, by the way, if you think that's your son, how dare you call him deaf and dumb? Yeah, like, no wonder he's haunted. And also, if it isn't your son, maybe don't insult him. Never insult, insult a spiritual entity. It's just never a good time. So he said, thou deaf and dumb devil. Why dost thou frighten these children? Come to me. Come to my study. I am a man. He just invited into his study like a true... <laughs> that's that's what hooked me on this story. Like, come to me. Like, he's basically saying, in my come study at me, eight. Come at me. <laughs> come get a Coca-Cola with I me. I am a man. 
<laughs> you know what's a fun little fact? Coca-Cola was invented uh, at the same time uh, the time period of Dracula took place. So Dracula could canonically have enjoyed an ice-cold Coca-Cola. And I'm going to believe that he did. I think he But wasn't Coca-Cola originally a drug? Yes, cocaine. Lots of... No, no, no. Like, like a medicine? Yeah, it was so like, he a, didn't, like a cough syrup. It was like a cure-all because so of cocaine. So he didn't enjoy a <laughs> glass of cold Coke. He... He was drinking he was that sweet, to, sweet... He was sick and he was like, I have a cold. I Here we this. go. Dracula was really just a drug addict. That's why he was up all night. He was gone <laughs> I think to he was shit. An he was addicted, addicted to the cough syrup. Uh huh. Oh, the lean. He was just a druggie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Go on, Cody. We have. <laughs> Thank you. So. After he was like, I am a man, there was like a little bit of knocking, like just a couple. I think old Jeffrey was like, what the fuck? But he like knocked. She just asked me out on a date. Come at me. No, he was very mean to him. He was like, you're deaf and dumb. Come at me. Okay. And there was like, so there was like a knock, but then he kind of just like left. Yeah. And so. This isn't fun anymore. The reverend was kind of like. Yeah, that's what I thought. So he went to his study, and as he was opening the door, the door slammed shut, <laughs> and he was flown backwards. Old Jeffrey got him. Yeah. And then he he was like, hey, I just want to know, are you my son? If you are, can you knock again? This is giving me, like, me with the lamp vibes, like, immediately. Like, talk to us. Yeah, I found that Ouija board that I drew in like three seconds, and Candy was like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "Oh, that was Sarah's prank." And she's like, "You drew a Ouija board?" Oh. I don't remember this. The Jessica, this the just happened. Oh yeah, I know. I remember that part. She found the she, she found she, the little Ouija paper, and she was like, "What is this? Why does it have all your names?" And I'm like, "Oh, I drew that when the lamp started going." And she's like, "Why did you draw a Ouija board?" <laughs> Why not? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm a fast, fast. Oh, it was great. So, yes. yes. Like I said, he was like, come at me. Old Jeffrey was like, I'm going to leave. But really, he was like, you thought. Because when the Reverend went he to his study. He thought? No, like, he thought. Oh. Like, you thought I was leaving. You thought you were going to scare me. Uh-huh. Because then when he went to his study to confront him, he pushed him back and was like, no, bitch. I don't want to talk to you. But then they kind of, like, had a mutual respect, I think, after that. Because the Reverend was like, hey. The poltergeist respected him. Yeah. Because the Reverend was like, hey. Just tell me, this are you my source. son? Can you tell me if my son's okay? Knock if you're my dead son. But he didn't knock. And it made him very happy. He was like, oh, thank you. Old Jeff's there like, I feel real bad, man. I didn't know that you thought I was your son. I'm sorry. <laughs> your son's dead? Yeah. He was like, I'm so He's like, hey, old Jeffrey, I'm just, I'm sorry I'm coming at you like this. I'm just worried that you're actually my dead son's ghost. Oh, I'm not your dead son. Yeah. I haven't seen him. Oh, it's great. Thank you so much. <laughs> And then he received a letter sometime later from his son confirming that he was alive. And that's when the knocking and all that stuff stopped. And it was fine. We don't know, however, his son wasn't a warlock of some sort. Wait, that's the end of the story? That is the end of the story. 
These poltergeist stories are never that satisfying. It was only two months. I'm not convinced it was the kids. It was definitely the kids. It's definitely the kids. Yeah. They were fighting with their dad. Knowing the power of one child, multiply that by 19 childs. That's a lot of child power and pranking and goofing. The only yeah. thing, though, is the dog was scared. The dog. And he was. He had a dog whistle. He was flung backwards from his study. That's a bit intense, so. Jessica's not convinced. She's making a face, making a a peaceful face of not convinced. So failed to convince her. So you know, comment, guys, listeners, ladies. How are they gonna comment on our Instagram? Comment what you think. Comment, comment, talk to us on our Instagram at the Midnight Bells. I think we should start um, doing phone calls. Phone calls to people? Cold calls. Prank calls to talk about no, ghosts? Not prank calls. Real calls. Hello, so we just what do you call think about ghosts? Or we could call like experts on oh. these different subjects. I think we should just call a random number and be like, hey, do you have time to talk about ghosts? What do you feel about fairies? How do you feel about the Iyakushiki? Is that a food? Oh my god, we had a whole episode about this, guys. Oh, what is it? The water horse. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nikolivi. Nikolivi. That was one of mine. So yeah, I call people about that. Call people about shrooms. Oh, yeah, because that was my How do you feel episode. about shrooms? How do you feel about shrooms? So, yeah, well, I always like a good poltergeist story. They're nice little solid, creepy pieces of history. I, it usually involves reverence for some reason. I still yeah. haven't really figured that one out, but I feel like, I don't know. No. You notice how these type of stories only take place in the olden days. Yeah. Because they are bored out of their fucking minds. And, and they just made shit up didn't for Didn't know what carbon monoxide was. <laughs> I w- can I tell you guys just like a side story real quick yeah. of what I was going to cover? Because it sounded dope as hell when I first started researching it. Uh-huh. It was called the 200 Demon House. So why didn't you do that? Well, this is why. I'll tell you. So it started with a woman, her two kids, and her mother. They moved into a house in Indiana. It was just recently, 2011. So not like that that recent, but kind of recent. And they said they moved into the house and they first noticed some weird occurrences when their back porch was just swarmed with big black flies. So they put a bunch of like bug spray and they like thought they killed them all. But shortly after they disappeared, they reappeared. Uh, And then that's like this apartment. Maybe this right, is, you guys have the horse flies? They're so they're horrible. Super duper them. duper big ones. Them. Yeah. So terrible. Go on though. So that was the first occurrence. After that, it started like other things like banging, furniture being flipped around. I'm pretty sure I read like kids the kids and even the mom and the mother. The kids were being flipped around. The grandkids were being scratched and pushed and like things were flying at them and they were terrified and they had to try to exercise the house like multiple times. And it was just terrible, terrible, terrible. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is really spooky. And the reason it was called 200 Demon House is because they thought it was possessed by like 200 200 demons. demons. That makes sense. (laughs) Right. So then I guess somebody looked into it and the kids were always missing school. Uh Uh-huh. And the mom said it was because of the demons and the culture guys. Common excuse. But apparently... They had been, this happened in 2011. They'd been missing school since like 2009. Ah. And like child services was already called on them to investigate. It was a way to get out of that. There was a lot of things. And she was like refusing to pay back rent. And she was already super overdue on rent. 
And she was saying, I'm not paying you rent because there's demons in this house. You still got to pay rent. I'm sorry. The demons are like a yeah. plus. They're so not a minus. As I started looking into it more, it kind of sounded like this woman was fraud. a fraud. And she was like using her kids to like try to Come see the 200 demon house. Well, trying to like use her kids as like, oh, look, they're being pushed around. Tell them, tell them how you're being pushed around. Mommy, you pushed me. And oh, the kids were like, nuts. the kids were like, yeah, the demon's pushing us around. And then like the little kid, like one of the kids, I think he was like, he would like do the speaking in tongue oh, thing. Gosh. Oh, but yeah. then like yeah. anytime they would start asking him a question, he'd get really agitated and just like shut down, like refuse to answer because he wasn't coached on the yeah. answer. So he, he didn't want to lie. It seemed like like there was a lot of psychological things going on there so for those kids. Like, don't ruin your kids' lives with demons. Yeah, the fake or otherwise. I mean, can you imagine? Like, it's kind of like that. What is it? Munchausen Munchausen by proxy. It's almost like that, but because she was using her kids to kind of yeah get attention. Yeah, terrible. We'll use them as a. Uh, reason for her, you know, oh, I haven't paid rent because there's demons. Tell them. Tell them. Uh, there is a house in China that I'm trying desperately to get information on. It is a very notoriously haunted house there, but it's hard to get English language sources on. So. That's kind of like what, like a lot of these houses that or a lot of these like places, not just houses, that have like demons or hauntings or possessions or the poltergeist. Either something that's like so covered that I was like, I don't want to. It's, it's the same almost. story. Yeah, over everybody's and over already again. heard this one. Or there's just like very little information yeah. on it. But it's I kinda, like this one just because I kind of like the end where the reverend's like, come at me. Come to my study. And I was like, this story, while kind of, kind of silly to me, and like I don't totally think it's a actual poultry guys. I definitely think it's the kids. It's fun. I just thought it was like a fun haunting. It's got a lot going it's on. It's, it's a fun little, you know, they get the fun reverend, the boring no old reverend, hurt. and the 19 kids, and the new goofing, and the... Good. Good. <laughs> Final thoughts. Fun. This is the most fun a poultry guys has ever been. I know. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time had by all uh, 19 kids. I'm sure they all grew up and lived great lives. Thanks, Jessica. Here's the kids. 19 kids. kids. That's a lot of kids. New boot, just goofing. Also, again, prime seasonal affective disorder time. December through January, everyone's getting a little bit wild because they haven't seen the sunlight. In a I while. just want to know though, like if it's the kids, the kids are like banging on the doors and stuff, and the maids and the servants and the wife and like the older kids who probably are not here for that nonsense are like, Dad, there's something going on. He's like, I don't know there's anything. <laughs> oh, what a typical dad. I didn't know dad didn't believe in ghosts. He's just oblivious yeah he was yeah it's not that he didn't believe it's that they were like do you hear that banging he'd be like i don't hear anything did i hear what (laughs) yeah just completely zoned out (laughs) well are we all packed up on our halloween episode happy halloween yes i i guess this will be posted near halloween or before i hope Please stop saying that. Please post it for Halloween. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at the Midnight Bells and uh, tell us what you think. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Uh- <laughs>